Blog Talk Radio. Hi, and welcome to today's edition of Women's Grace, Grit, and Gratitude on Blog Talk Radio. It is July 7th, 2016, or as numerologists would say, 777, which is an auspicious day. Um, it's also Thursday, which means it's the day of Jupiter and its blessings. Um, so it's a good day. And it's summer, and what else is there not to love about um, all of that? So, this is Jaikar, and thank you for joining me today. And today's show is titled, What Creating a Happier Life Will Ask of You. So, um, I'm going to read the write-up I wrote, um, and then we can um, kind of go from there. Um, What Creating a Happier Life Will Ask of You. We live in a time when information is abundant as to how to be happy. Even the U.S. Declaration of Independence offers unalienable right to happiness as guaranteed by the government. And yet happiness can be elusive as realized by any measure of how we look at today's level of of happiness in the human race. So what gives? Happiness lies in being congruent with your soul's purpose and your own sovereignty. Yet we've been taught... Our soul is for matters not earthly, and to fit in with the crowd keeps you safe and normal. And therein lies the rub. Claiming your happiness, your right to happiness, will require that you get uncomfortable, that you take risks, and that you be true to yourself, not the crowd, first. So today I want to share some wisdom that I've learned from my many years of traveling the world, studying with wisdom teachers, spiritual teachers, healers, um, of how to realize more happiness in your life and in your relationships. Too many women settle for simply complaining about their happiness and blaming others for it. Tune in today, listen today, and learn how to avoid the trap I experience far too many women making in choosing their fears as more powerful than the grace and the grit they've been endowed with as women. So, basically, (laughs) I'm reading this right up and going, yeah, that kind of says it all. Um, So, here's the thing about life. Life is the most demanding, intimate, satisfying, powerful kind of reflection of how we are relating our soul. Meaning, it's a dynamic. It's... um, you know, we can't ask from life what we are not willing ourselves to kind of put skin in the game for, what we are not willing to commit to, risk for, pick up our courage and, you know, stand up and speak up for. Life asks us to participate in whatever it is we want to create. If we want a happier life, we need to participate in that, not simply talk about it, go to a workshop about it, and as I say, complain about it. Um, Life will ask us to invest in what it is we want to create. If we want a happy relationship, we need to invest in you know, learning how to make different choices, have different beliefs about happiness, about relationship, about you know, how we show up in relationship. We can look, you know, again, the, the patterning, the cultural norm is to say, I'm unhappy, pause, and who's to blame? Or what's to blame? And um, or what can I, you know, buy instead? Or what should I wear instead? Or you know, how many pounds should I lose to be whatever? Um, those are actions, and they're important. 
but the first action is to ourself, which is to say, I am the co-creator. I am, you know, an active participant. I am a, um, I, I am, I am part of what happens or doesn't happen. And you know, as I call it, it's the responsibility of power. We are incredibly powerful human beings. Women have been empowered with many graces, with many uh, uh, calibers, of many characters, just through birth as a woman. We haven't been taught how to mind them. We haven't been taught how to engage them and respect them and honor them. It's a lot of what I help women do, whether it's working on a health crisis, whether it's working on a relationship crisis, past trauma, um, you know, um, basically anytime your life challenges you, that's the doorway to go through um, to essentially expand into your wisdom, your power, your courage, your grit that life wants you to expand into for living a happier, more fulfilling, more unpurposed life. So um, I think one of the traps of happiness, as we've been taught, is it's up to somebody else it's, it, or it's up to something else. And the truth is it's not. We have the unalienable right to pursue happiness as the Declaration of Independence offers. And I think that's a really important verb to pursue it, meaning we need to do action for realizing it. The government can say we will, you know, we will safeguard this right, but we have to pursue it. So, and happiness lies in being congruent with your soul's purpose, with your purpose this lifetime, and being true as you are, being who you are, what I call sovereignty. Sovereignty means to be true unto yourself, to have your own authority. This does not mean that we are not independent, interdependent. It doesn't mean we are not in dynamics of relationship, but it means you show up with your values, you make choices congruent with your values, and you take action where your values need you to attend to them. That's being sovereign. When you are sovereign, you can craft a healthy and happy relationship. When you are honoring your sovereignty, you will you will be in alignment with your soul's purpose and your happiness will just uh, expand. You won't have to go and, and do any heavy lifting. The heavy lifting is in bowing your head to your soul, as it were, having an intimate relationship with your soul and, and you know, picking up the courage to be true to yourself. Um, so will it be comfortable all the time? No. I was just talking with a couple this morning who... Um, five years ago, made the choice to come from the crisis of uh, an affair in their marriage to making the choice that their marriage was worth committing to, their marriage was wor- worth working for, and that they were committed to healing their marriage and you know making different choices as a couple. And um, I was saying, you know, today, I said, you know, life does require you to get uncomfortable at times. The challenges that come to us make us uncomfortable, and we've been taught to be afraid of them or to make them wrong or to feel sorry for ourselves or to blame somebody. The truth is the challenges are simply the trust your life has and your soul has in you to meet them. I really don't feel that we live in a universe or in a, you know, shall we say, an experience well, we're set up for sucker punches. Um, and I feel in good company in this. Um, I didn't know this at the time. I've since realized it. Um, 
you know, Albert Einstein said something very similar where he said, you know, at some point your life will bring you to a fork and you will have to commit to either life is out to get you or life is, is encouraging you to experience more of yourself. It's a friendly universe. It's a benevolent universe. It's, it's you know, it's like a parent. Parents don't always uh, make us, you know, the things that we had to do is, and I'm talking about the healthy, healthy range of, you know, experiences we had with our parents. When a parent challenged us or, you know, directed us, instructed us, it was so we could become more of who we are. We could become better people. We could become more fulfilled people. And we didn't always like it. It wasn't always comfortable. But when you look back, you kind of go, oh, yeah, doing that made me realize you know, to not be afraid, or I was more capable than I thought, or yes, sometimes you strike out in life, but at least you had the experience of showing up. So, you know, I think a lot of this is is sometimes eludes us in a world where information is so available, but it's often information that other people are sharing, or it's information that is being marketed to us. One of the things that we really want to understand about happiness is happiness like any elusive, non-tangible quality in life, needs tending, it needs time, it needs focus, it needs wisdom, it needs commitment, and it needs to be a process. It's not a product. I mean, and, and by that I mean it's not something like, if I buy that car, I will be happy. You will have that excitement. You will have that thrill and satisfaction. And will it last? You know, will you <laughs> will you be happy about it a year later? Um, in fact, often you're not. You're bitching and moaning about the payments or the maintenance or the whatever, um, or how it's lost, you know, 30% of its value. So happiness isn't a product. It's not a, it's not a, a tangible. Tangible things can make us happy and bring pleasure to us, but happiness really is a congruence with your soul and the purpose of your life and being true to yourself. Because when you have your own integrity and your own intactness, that I sum up in the word sovereignty, everything comes from that. So, um, and I want to kind of talk a little bit what I mentioned in the third paragraph of, you know, choosing to make our fears more powerful than our grit and our grace that we come in with as women. And the truth is, this applies to men as well. Choosing, you know, not choosing your fears is more powerful than your grit and your grace. But women, women simply come in with, you know, what I consider. Now, this is, you know, my beliefs, but it's beliefs that that I experience over and over in the wisdom and spiritual traditions I've studied, literally around the world. There are cycles. There are cycles of life, you know. And whether you believe in reincarnation or not, energy, you know, again, Albert Einstein, energy transform, it doesn't simply get destroyed. So the energy, and, and even I remember my children when they were young and they saw their first dead body, you know, went to their first funeral, remarked on how that person, their body was there, but they weren't. So there's an energy, whether you call it soul, consciousness, life force, whatever, there's many, many words for it, depending on traditions and beliefs, but there's an intangible but subtle um, reality that we are given 
through the breath and through the incarnation of life on this planet in a body that is different than if we were simply that body. And when you kind of lean into your caliber and your capacity as a woman and engage the grit, you know, the grit of life is, you know, it's like showing up for the not often glamorous, sometimes hard, sometimes really, really, you know, feels like you're on the mat. Um, That's called grit. But then there's also grace. You know, grace is is you know what shows up in as the blessing shows up as the person who um reaches out or the person who unexpectedly you know uh, gives you with kindness when usually they don't um the grace of of you know ha- feeling challenged and burdened and coming across you know a book or a podcast or you know a facebook post even i mean there's many many realms of grace and you know when i became a mother any any how how should i put it any skepticism i had about grace really kind of evaporated because as i was on the other side of my my experience as a child i realized how much grace there was in looking at things i had done and had emerged intact whereas without grace there was no way i would still be alive or there's no way that something sketchy wouldn't have happened and and perhaps harmed me so so I'm clear there's grace and I'm, I'm also clear there's, you know, challenge. And really challenge is to kind of more consciously summon up your grace, more consciously summon up your grit and to get, you know, guidance, get get a container of guidance and support that can help you expand your normal choices. And I say this not just because this is what I do with women and couples, it's because it's how I got from the many challenges that my 20s hit me with into being able to take them, dive into them, and come up, you know, renewed, expanded, and happier and healthier. And this process doesn't stop. Um, I had, you know, I have a life where that is clearly one of the things I'm meant to not only learn but share with people. You know, I've just gone through a very hard year physically, emotionally, financially, spiritually, and I have no doubt that it's for mining the wisdom, it's for mining the clarity, it's for mining, you know, the the um, learning so that I can not only benefit that I can share it because this is this is the beauty of sovereignty. When you are who you are, and you share who you are, we we help each other become more of who we are. So I've got to wrap it up. Um, if you've got any questions, you'd like a free consult with me, please go to my website, which is um, gracegritandgratitude.com, and on that that website there's a um, contact me and there's a clarity it's called a clarity questionnaire it's private it's online you fill it out you click the blue button send i get an email copy of it and then i contact you and we set up a phone time to kind of you know spend spend an hour plus um i never do an hour they always go longer um you know kind of having you know offering my kind of insight and offering my presence and my witnessing of what you're struggling with um, because the truth is, it's it's we're not meant to to do these you know these these challenging times alone. I mean, look at what's happened with social media. It's brought a community to the understanding of together we can make huge differences. And alone, 
we are we are less effective. Now there's alone time, which is the private time of healing and nourishing, etc. Et but then it's again, it's this dynamic between your community self and your private self, and your sovereign self and your community self. So big hugs. Um, and now that I'm more uh, <laughs> now that the dust is settling from my last year, and I'll be sharing you know some of the lessons about this um, because that's that's my learning. Um, I hope you are enjoying your summer. I hope um, uh, you know it's lovely wherever you are. And um, please take me up on my free offer, um, or sign up. You know if you can sign up for my newsletter there, and I put out articles and um, also if you're on my newsletter uh, list, you get special offers. Um, So anyway, big hugs and blessings. Bye.